0: telemedicine and tomorrow answers for healthcare's digital trends i'm your host tony Pasilacqua. today i have special guest laura brockway she's our assistant vice president for marketing and communication and we're going to be discussing social media Hello, Laura. Can you tell me a little
1: bit about yourself? Hi, Tony. This is Laura Brockway. I'm with the TMLT Marketing Department. And we handle a lot of questions and give advice to physicians through our publications and podcasts and things related to social media and how physicians can approach social media and what they can do, for example, about negative reviews. And um, what we like to talk about is how this all feeds into something called reputation management, which I know a lot of physicians are familiar with. But these days, you need to also be concerned about your online reputation. And so that's what I'd like to talk to you today about.
0: What is reputation management?
1: So reputation management, um, when we we talk about it online, is um, a lot of physicians may not realize that uh, when someone, a patient, does a Google search on you or your practice, that becomes the first method of contact that patient has with you and your practice. So because so many patients are online, your reputation is being built and managed on the internet. And um, like it or not, I know that's not always an easy thing to hear about. That reputation that you have online plays an important role in acquiring new patients and in maintaining trust with existing patients and colleagues. So it's very important to pay attention to what's being said about you and your practice online. And specifically when someone does a search for your name, what pops up on that Google screen on the Google search results? Is it your website? Is it your profile that you've put up on RAID MDs or is it a bad review that comes up first? So that's what we talk about with online reputation management is how to manage um, and kind of guide what comes up on those searches.
0: So I know it's almost overwhelming right now. When we get online and we're looking through all these different websites, there's sometimes hundreds of pages worth of searches. Is there any specific area that they should focus most of their energy on?
1: Well, um, there is actually an easy way to kind of understand what's being said out there about you, um, besides just doing a Google search. So you can conduct website searches on yourself and monitor your reviews on rating sites such as Yelp, health RateMDs, rate MDs, and vitals. And it's very, very important to first of all, know what's being said. So again, monitor yourself and search for yourself on those sites And then also you can set up something called a Google Alert, which will send you notifications by email if you're ever mentioned online. To do this, I would just go to the Google screen and search Google Alert. Then it will send you to a page where you will fill out a form. And on that form, you would put your practice name or your name. And then um, anytime you're mentioned online, Google will send you an email with a link to what's been said. So that's a really quick and easy way to set up and to first take that first step of monitoring what's out there about you.
0: Oh, well, that's great advice. I know that a lot of our physicians are trying to figure out, well, can I respond to positive reviews? Can I respond to negative reviews?
1: Physicians are in a disadvantage when it comes to negative reviews. So first of all, these negative reviews could be on, like I said, some of those rating sites, Yelp or Health Grades or RateMDs. Or vitals. It could also be on something like Yelp for your practice, and it could also even be on Google. I think Google will post reviews too when someone searches for your practice. So sort of the issue when it comes to physicians is because of healthcare privacy laws, you, you cannot respond publicly to online reviews because even acknowledging that someone is a patient violates those HIPAA privacy laws and state privacy laws. So what we frequently recommend is as tempting as it is to respond directly to that patient and say something like, that's not true, that didn't happen in the office, we recommend that people just make a general statement that moves the discussion offline. So you could say something like, as a response to a negative review that says, if you're a patient and wish to discuss your concerns, please contact our office directly at, and then give your phone number. You can also say something like, we're very sorry you had this experience at our practice. If you would like to discuss further, please call us at, and then list your phone number. Um, Another option, if you know who the reviewer is, just kind of based on what they're saying in their comments, you can contact that person directly to discuss their concerns that they've posted. And we do recommend that if you do this, you do this by phone or in person. You may not want to engage that reviewer with an email because whatever you say in those email exchanges could then be posted online or could be taken out of context and posted online and make the situation worse. And one thing we do want to stress is that if the comments indicate that someone, the patient is considering any kind of legal action, like a report to the state medical board, or that they're gonna go seek uh, the advice of an attorney, that you need to contact your medical liability insurance company, such as TMLT, and let them know about the situation. For now, that's what we recommend about those negative reviews. But one thing it's important to remember is that physicians are actually at an advantage In the fact that when online reviewers go on to review a physician or medical practice, they're usually going online to post something positive. Whereas in other types of businesses like retail or even a hotel, most people will go online to post something negative. Physicians, because of the fact that they have credibility as a medical office and that they treat and help people, usually get people going online to express their appreciation and and a great job it's been done by the physician. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about your reputation and about online reviews, as most people are going on there to post something positive about you or your practice. And it's also important to remember that um, as online reviews are becoming more and more common, that people out there are getting pretty good at being able to discern what a review means and what the intent of the reviewer is. So, and by that, I mean, they're able to kind of tell if a complaint is maybe just someone complaining about something trivial or if it's something serious about the medical practice. People can kind of tell when a reviewer is, is just looking to rant about something. So think about that as well. When it comes time to thinking about a negative review or responding to a negative review is other patients who read that will be able to take it with a grain of salt.
0: So, don't spend too much time then thinking about these extremely negative reviews that are maybe um, a complete defamatory type of art.
1: Correct. I I mean, again, you can always respond like we talked about by trying to take that conversation offline. But again, um, don't let that, don't overreact to those, I guess, is is kind of the advice that we give. So, I know
0: we we spend a lot of time focusing on uh, social media and then reviews. But are there other ways you think we can maybe catch that information prior to it leaving the office?
1: Sure. Um, one thing we often encourage physicians to do is give patients other more constructive ways to give you feedback, and you can do those with um, a patient satisfaction survey. If you can, um, if you can get a hold of, and if you can ask for feedback from your patients before they leave the office, that can head off. Um, them stewing and being frustrated and then going online and posting a negative review. So some practices I know will email patients after the appointment, but then others will ask for feedback before they leave the office. So that is um, often a good way to head off some of those negative complaints.
0: So I know we've spent a lot of time focusing on the review process, but social media also can encompass different areas such as LinkedIn, um, Facebook, and some of those other social medias where that organization or the physician can control. Um, What type of advice do you have in those areas?
1: Sure. Another way you can um, help maintain your reputation online is to create your own content. And again, what happens when you create your own content is that content gets pushed up in those Google search results. So that when someone does do a Google search on you, maybe those negative reviews get get pushed down and your LinkedIn profile, if you have one, would be up at the top of those search reviews. If you contribute to a blog or write, that would also be high up in those search results. So that's what we kind of encourage physicians to do. Um, Tell your own story using social media on your website or on the hospital physician profile pages. We encourage physicians to fill those out with their information. Also, um, create and manage your own LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn gives you the chance to put up whatever you want about your CV. So definitely create that and keep up with that and update it. And then also same thing with physician review sites. A lot of them will let you develop your own profile on those sites. So again, put the information on there that you want patients to know about, such as your education, your experience. So create your own content where you can and create your content where you can control it. And then something else you can do, uh, we talked about creating a blog or contributing to your hospital or specialty society blog. If there's a topic that you're very, very passionate about and you want to write a brief article about it and then see if you can post it or publish it elsewhere or even post it or publish it on your practice website, that will also help your name get up there in those search results in a positive way, in a way that you can also control.
0: We were talking a little bit about trying to push different blogs, websites, and things like that up into those higher rankings. What's the value of pushing things into the like the top, let's say, page of okay. a search engine?
1: Most people don't go beyond the first or second page when they're searching for something on Google. So usually that first page, even maybe the first four or five results on that first page are where people are going to go, most likely. Um, there are rare occasions where people click on to the second page, but again, those first four or five links on those search results are your prime real estate, if you think about it that way. So you want the information that you can control to be up in that area of the search results. And then one other thing to consider when it comes to reputation management is to think about the nature of the comments whether those comments are on a physician review site or whether they're on the feedback that you receive from your physician survey. Um, Is there something within those comments that you could, could, you could change? Could those comments be legitimate? Is there a long wait in your practice? Is parking a problem? Is there, um, is your waiting room crowded? Are there things that you can do to kind of head off some of those complaints that you've received in the past? Um, So again, just have an open mind when it comes to some of that feedback and see what what small changes you can make will make a big difference for patients and their experience in your practice.
0: That's a lot of great information, Laura. If there was one thing that you wanted a physician to leave with, what would that one piece of information be?
1: Um, I think probably the most important thing is to know what's being said and monitor what's out there so that you're not ever surprised by anything. Um, And so again, my one main takeaway from this would be to set up that Google alert on your name and on your practice name. Um, Because again, you don't ever want to be blindsided or you don't ever want to have a current patient come to you and say, oh my goodness, I read this really horrible review on you. Um, What do you think of this? Um, So again, just being aware is the first step. And then you can take some of these other steps from there. And if you want to educate yourself more about this topic, um, TMLT has published a CME course. It's called Online Reputation Management for Physicians. And it's a lot more in-depth and a lot more detailed um, and covers the information we've talked about today. And that course is available on our website at tmlt.org CME. So there's a lot of information out there about this topic if you're interested in learning more.
0: Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're a policyholder, please feel free to contact us with any questions by calling 1-800-580-8658 or check out our resources at tmlt.org and clicking on our resource hub. Thank you, Laura, for all of your time.
1: Thank you.